0: What is up app nation? It is Steve P young founder of Appmasters.com, the place you go when you want action packed content in the app business. And today I've got a good friend of mine. We met maybe a year ago, right? Marco. And now we became really good friends and I'm super excited when I was doing this virtual event, when I was planning, I said, I have to talk about search ads and Marco is the guy that I know and trust who can crush search ads, especially for paid apps, because that's how he's been able to really make a killing in the app space using search ads for his paid apps. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to get nitty gritty and really figure out his strategy for making it work that allows him to just make a living with apps. So without further ado, let me introduce the guest. His name is Marco vinich He is the CEO of Marco. Did I say it right? <laughs> I screwed it up, right? But you can learn yes, all about him all- <laughs> on marcovaynich.com. It's Marco, M-A-R-C-O, and then Vinish is all W-E-N-I-S-C-H. All that is already linked up, so you don't have to actually spell it out. All that is linked up in underneath this video, Marco, thanks for doing this.
1: Yeah. Hi, Steve. And thanks for inviting me. It's always great to talk to you.
0: Always great talking to you, my friend. And tell us a little bit about your app portfolio.
1: Yeah. So my app portfolio is basically for high school students and focusing on math and graphing calculators. So some of my apps are just manuals for the graphing calculator for the most famous ones. And recently my newest app is a real graphing calculator. So you can um, you can stop buying a graphing calculator for over $100 and just get my app for $5. So that's a huge benefit for the users.
0: So before, what were you doing to drive the sales before you kind of discovered search ads and what made you get into search ads too?
1: Yes, yeah, so when I first started, I... um. Wasn't very good at ASO. And when it started to um, get more organic downloads, I, I had better screenshots for the first time. So actually my fourth screenshot generation was then quite good. So it started to get um, organic traffic. And then I met you, and you told me some tricks. And it really was very good, like doubled the income a month. And then I started using Search Ads, and then it really was like 5x and really was going crazy on the App Store. Yeah. And yeah, so I would say good ASO with good screenshots and all the metadata stuff, and then you can start Search Ads and maybe it will really um, go well for you.
0: So let's, got, let's talk about Search Ads and let's break it down to the point where, take me to like your screen and how you set up the search ads campaign. Cause I know you and I talked and you had said, should, you should, you know, like we talked about search ads, but like you were a newbie, right? Like it wasn't like you're an expert <laughs> at it. So let's talk about how you first started and then like some of the ninja tricks that you know now. Yeah. When I
1: first started, I, um, just picked a few keywords, which were recommended for me and I didn't really expect a lot from it because other things like Facebook wasn't really good for my first tries. But then it really was a good CPA for my apps. And most of my apps are paid apps, so I can only speak for the paid apps, basically. And yeah, I started adding more keywords. And at some point I had too much keywords because I thought the more keywords I have, the more downloads I will get. But then the other thing was happening. I was getting even less traffic from search ads but having more keywords. So I thought it would be that because I have too many unrelevant keywords, um, first I don't get a, a lot of impressions for them, and also the conversion rate would be not so good for those keywords. And then I decided to uh, um, go back to my old campaigns with only about 10 to 15 keywords, which are really good for my app. And that this worked really good. And Usually I start with a, uh, um, a high bid, so let's say one or two dollars per tab, and limit uh, the daily spend so I don't waste too much money if it doesn't work. And then I, if I see that the CPA is too high for some keywords, I just reduce the, um, the bid a little bit each day until it gets to a good rate, because I also don't want to waste all my profit like I get 350 from the paid apps I'm selling, and I don't want to pay more than three dollars or so for search ads because you also have to consider the refund rate because some people could refund it, and then you would even lose money if you are um, at 350 per install. And yeah, I we talked about last year about searches already and. In the meanwhile, some people also ask me about giving them them some tricks. But I've seen that lots of people have um, really the wrong expectation out of search ads. So they think if they just start search ads, they get millions of downloads immediately. And that's really not the case. So I would say search ads is more like a booster. So if you already have good organic traffic and people are converting well, um, search ads will, will really help you. And for example, if you get only five downloads a day organically, then it won't help you a lot because you have so um, less traffic on your app that Apple just doesn't consider your app as being very good or relevant to users. And then you, you won't get a lot of impressions. But if you have some decent results already, it can really 10x it or even more, but it's, it's it's still limited to some, um, for the traffic um, from the people which are looking for the app. And I would also say, because some people think they will go up in the rankings if they use search ads and will stay there, but this only happens if your app is better than the other apps there. So if, if you have an app which is very similar to other apps for the keyword, um, you probably won't get up on the keyboards because the conversion rate is just as good as the other apps. So it won't really help you a lot by paying more for your users because some people had the idea to spend too much per user just to climb the rankings and then stay there. But I think this won't happen if you if the conversion rate is just not good enough. So I wouldn't do that because it will waste some money for you. What yeah, thing I want to yeah. ask
0: you, Marco, is I've heard that too, where if you bid on search ads, then you're likely to get an increase in keyword rankings. Now, I tried it on one of my apps, and we're already in top 10 for this app, for this mm-hmm. keyword. And so I ran it. I ran, spent about $250 on it, and I didn't see any boost. Have you seen different – like? so my hypothesis was hey, maybe it's better if I was ranking number 30 or 20 for a keyword, if I start bidding on that particular keyword, I might naturally get a boost in that keyword ranking. And you know, like, obviously it'll stay as long as I'm bidding on that keyword. But have you seen any differences between getting a keyword boost ranking when you're running search ads? Um, I've seen some huge impacts in
1: 2017. So for one keyword, I was around rank 20 and then it was on rank two suddenly. So that was really crazy and it really stayed there until i um stopped the campaign then it dropped immediately so but nowadays i didn't really see this big impact anymore so yeah i think it's it's not so crazy anymore than on the beginning so i would focus on already get, getting a good cpa and then letting it run and maybe we climb a few ranks but I wouldn't expect too much, um,
0: charms. I want to get into pro- talking about the upsell of your products too, and the bundles and the strategy around that. But before yeah. I do, like when you first started, how did you figure out how much to bid for a tap? Was it as simple as, hey, I make three fifty. If I convert fifty percent, you know, I'm able to pay up to like you know two fifty. Like, how did you make that calculation?
1: Yeah, honestly, it wasn't a big calculation. I just tried something and it worked. But also for other apps, um, I have some apps which are really, they get one or two downloads a day, which are also paid. And for those apps, I don't get a lot of search ads traffic because it's just two less downloads and it just doesn't work for such very small apps.
0: I see. Okay, let's talk about I, w- I would
1: more say it, it depends on the quality of your app than on the price you pay. So I think the price is just a small, thing Apple considers when showing your app.
0: I see. So they just to summarize real quick, get your organics right, get your conversion rates right from an organic perspective, and then start running some search ads because you you know Apple takes into consideration the conversion rates, everything else. They wanna be good to their users. Now, upselling your apps. How do you, do you upsell your apps?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. So I, this is working very good for me recently. Um, so I started creating some bundles so, for example, I have four apps, which are, um, for high school students. And I know two of them they would really need. And the other two are just add ons, which are nice to have. So I pick the price of the two apps they really need, which would be $10, for example, if one app costs five. And then I give the other two apps for free. So they think they save $10, but actually they, they also pay what they, Would have been before, because the other apps are just like some nice to have apps, Um, and if you do the bundle, that's just the first step. So that's not such a great strategy only to do that. You have to tell the user that you are having a bundle inside your apps. So I have inside my app, I have on the main screen like a navigation bar at the bottom, and there I have some buttons like share app or settings and then one button which opens a new page which is advertising the bundle I have but you should call it like it's something interesting for the user that they don't know it's an advertisement actually and also wouldn't show it randomly so that it doesn't annoy users so they should tap on a button and then it opens and shows it and that makes them feel they actually discovered them on their own so you don't tell them too aggressively about it. And here I'm telling them that I also have another app which is very useful for them and helpful. And show the app icon and screenshots of the app. And then I tell them that I also have a bundle which includes um, both apps. Like the one they already have bought Mm -hmm. and uh, the new app and two other apps. So they would save $10 and I also tell them that because they already paid $4.99 for the first app, they will get the bundle um, at a reduced price automatically, so they wouldn't pay more than they have to. And I think this really helps the people to check it out because they think, okay, I could just upgrade and save the money I already paid for the first app. And then I have just a button, check it out, and or not now. And... Uh, Click rate of this button is pretty good, around 30% for my apps. So a lot of people people are checking it it out. And then on the App Store, it also goes very well that a lot of people upgrade the app. And you can also measure the the results and the sales and trends data from App Store Connect. Um, There's one metric called CMB, which stands for Complete My Bundle. And here you see all the sales, which are from users who already have one app and then upgraded it. So this makes it very easy to see if it works or not. And for me, the bundle gets sold the most right now. So even better than the app single.
0: So that's really good. <laughs> Dude, that is amazing. Congrats. And while you're talking, I will edit in, if you don't mind. Marco, I will yeah, sure. show people what you were just talking about. Cause I can see it right now. I have one of your apps and I can see it and I love the way you've done it. You call it calculator, not like buy more or shop, right? Like there's a reason why I want to click into it yeah. and then when I click into it. You show me the benefits of upgrading. But that's brilliant because now you're using search ads to drive traffic to one of them. And then obviously leveraging that one download. Now you can pay a little bit more probably for that search ad. And now you're leveraging it because you know that you know, let's say that half the people or 30% of the people are going to upgrade to that newer version. So you're just going to print more money once they download this first app.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's completely free, to upgrade. So that's very nice for me.
0: (laughs) I love it. Are you upselling products outside of the app store too?
1: Yeah, I do. So when I was waiting for my app review of my newest app, it took a little bit longer and had some downtime during this days to wait on it. And actually a friend told me that he is going to release an ebook about some topic and then I thought I could also do a book about um, some stuff out of my app because it really would work for my apps and you could also easily do a printed book out of an ebook so that's very easy all and it took me for two weeks to for do um, the formatting of my content for the ebook and then it was online and now I'm getting some sales a day for the ebook, which is also great to have another income source. But what's what would be even better, I think, is that um, if you show the show the users that you already have an ebook about the topics inside your app, they would probably trust you more. So that's really good. And I came up with one example about this about another app. So I'm using an app which is like a voice training app sometimes and they just offer short videos which are like workouts for your voice and they have a subscription model inside the app which is $40 a year so quite a good amount of money and I mean if you are a user you don't know if they are really trustworthy or if you would waste your time and money doing the workouts and videos they are providing but if you see that they also Um, wrote a book about the topic it would be much more trustworthy for you as a user that they are professionals because they have a book they have an app so that would really look very good for the users and then I think you get also a higher conversion rate on your app subscription if you have a really good book about it and you can also do more money from the book sales you you have two benefits you would just put them on Amazon and then get some traffic there, and also like, like you do it for for the bundle, you would place a button anywhere in your app, or like in the settings also. So not too obvious, obvious. And then I think still most of the people would discover it and check it out, and maybe it would yeah boost
0: your trust for buying the subscription. Are you using? Are you selling the ebook within your apps? Um,
1: right now, I I plan how to, how I figure this out. So, because I hear that if you put too much traffic on Amazon, it will also um, if they don't convert, it would be not so good for your rankings there. So I'm looking for a way to make sure that only people who will be most likely to buy the book will see it.
0: I see. I love it, man. That's awesome. I'm glad we talked about this ebook for a long yeah. time, man. <laughs> yeah, it. man. <laughs> I love it, man. So let's talk about this. They how do you what's working for you today? I know you wrote down something about finding new keywords outside of the app store. What is this strategy?
1: Yeah, so um when I looked at keywords or research new keywords, I I mean there are tons of tools out there which recommend some keywords and suggest you some. And it's very easy to just focus on one app store and all the tools, which was, which, um, to get keywords which are working on one app store. But then I discovered, um, some Android apps, which are, um, only for Android available. And they are getting quite a lot downloads there, but they are not on, not, not on iOS. So I thought it would be a good idea to try this keyword out if it works, the name of the app. On for my iPhone app and after I did it I was also ranking like first or second place there for this keyword so it was very easy and then I also run some search ads campaign for this keyword just to see if there is some traffic so yeah it was like my ad was showing and then under it my real app was showing so it was mostly my own content and I was I've seen that I got a few hundred, few hundred impressions for it, so it was really a lot for this keyword. And also I got quite good amounts of downloads for my paid app. So this worked really well to yeah, go to the Play Store and look there for keywords. And I think also for the like for some Amazon products or ebooks, names of ebooks, you could maybe get a few users which are looking if, it's, if there's the same about it. So for example, you gave me the crushing it book and maybe if you have an app for entrepreneurs, you could try crushing it as a keyword and maybe people are looking for it in the app store. Yeah. And usually there's very low competition for such terms.
0: What are you using in terms of tools to find these new keywords that are working well on Am or on Android and then trying to use them on the iOS side?
1: Um, I don't really use a lot of tools for this. So I would just um, check out the existing apps and see which apps are recommended, like the similar apps. Or even just search for all your keywords and see if other results are appearing there. And then try out the names of those apps which are not on iOS.
0: Got it. So let's say I had a fitness app like Keto Diet, for example. I go on to Android, search for Keto Diet, see what other similar apps, maybe like the f- click on the first two or three results, see what similar apps are showing up, what other keywords it might be using. And because Android publishes those download numbers, I can see, Hey, are they successful? Are they not? And then you can yeah. see like, yeah, what are some keywords that this app ranks for that I might be able to utilize too?
1: Yeah, exactly. So the app, uh, the keyword, which was working good for me had, um, the app had over 1 million downloads. Wow. So this was really a big app and it's not on iOS.
0: So perfect for me to get the installs and searches there. That's really cool. Are you just so first, did you just start using those keywords in your ASO and then you started bidding them for them on search ads?
1: Yeah, I did at first my ASO and then started bidding on them because it was really a very different name from the normal searches. But I think I wouldn't have ranked for it just by using
0: search ads. Marco, this was a question that the listeners and the watchers wanted me to ask from our f- previous summit. What's one campaign that actually didn't work for you, that completely failed?
1: Yeah, so earlier this year, I had a big update idea in mind and thought this would really, would really change everything for me. And I put about three months of work into it and also a good amount of money to do it. And I thought that it would maybe che- um, increase the in conversion rate or better reviews or making more money out of it. And during this time, I didn't do any marketing strategies because I thought i wait until the update is finished. And after it was online, it was very much the same. So it didn't change anything for my app. And I also checked the stats, for example, how long people are using my app how long is the session or uh, or such stats, and it was very much the same, and it didn't boost anything or help anything. And yeah, so I wasted three months with this update, and I think that a lot of small developers do the mistake that they focus too much on updates and think if we have this feature, it will be a game changer, but then actually it doesn't really change anything. And... So I thought it would be better to do a small part of the update and then actually play some buttons that you say this feature is coming soon or so. So you see which features features are the best ones and track how much how many users are going on the on the features, and then then you know what's good or
0: not. I like that. And what, how are you tracking that? Because are you just showing all the features, or like are they able to vote on which one is? the the best one that's coming up.
1: Yeah, the voting feature would be the best thing I think. So just you have, if you have, if you have a, have a new menu of the new features, then you can just click any feature, and some are some are already there, but others you can just upload, and then you know what's the most requested one.
0: I love it. I just I, did, sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I also thought about. Uh, budgeting idea because I didn't really plan a lot with my with my income. And I think it's best to say I spend, for example, 20% on updates or development costs, or 20% on new strategies to market the app. And then you feel confident to spend the money because you already planned I will have this amount of money for updates or another amount for just trying on Facebook or Google ads and see if it goes without the pressure to having good results because you would waste all your money. So you would still have the the most part of the money for yourself or how you would plan it.
0: Love it, man. Are you using anything to track from keyword all the way to conversion, like upsell? So like if you knew a certain keyword led to more app bundle sales. Are you doing anything of tracking like this more advanced tracking? Um, actually not. So do you know some good tools, how to do that? Well, a mutual friend of ours is, has built a tool Huxley. I think it's called kite metrics, but he's built a tool for search ads at CKs because for free apps, right? Like. People don't know which keyword is driving the subscribers. Like you obviously know because you're a paid app. So you can see which keyword is driving the most sales. But let's say if you wanted to know which keywords were driving the most bundle sales, which happens after the person downloads the app, then that would be one SDK that he built. Yeah, it would be great. That's awesome, Marco. Well, anything else that you want to share that I missed, Marco?
1: Um, Basically, that was everything I have in mind right now and I hope it helps some developers to do some good upsells and also using search ads.
0: Brilliant Um, strategy. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, do you have some more questions, Steve? No, no, this is it. Like, I love your story so much, and I am so thrilled to hear the progression of when we first talked all the way to our second time, then our third time, and now to our fourth (laughs) or fifth time together. And it's so awesome to see just the progression of the way you've taken your abs. So congratulations on anything. The website, if you want to check him out and you want to learn more about how to do search ads, it is Marco. I'm going to screw up his last name, but MarcoVinish.com. It is linked up <laughs> under this b- video, so just check him out there. He's also on Instagram. If you just look for his name at MarcoVinish, <laughs> he's on the Instagrams as well. So follow him there. Marco, you want to send the us- listeners anywhere else?
1: Yeah, I want to say that I'm in California from late October to November. Um, for three weeks and if you want to meet me in person I will be there and just write me on Instagram or on my email, on my website and I would love to connect with some people and I will also be on your event Steve, which I love so much I
0: appreciate that man well all that is linked up in the video right beneath this. He's a great guy. If you need any, if you have any questions about search ads, Marco is such a willing hand and I appreciate you so much, Marco. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this. Yeah, you're welcome. And thanks for inviting me. Thank you guys for watching. I'll see you
1: on the next video.